I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Okay, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Gareth and I'm with... Hey, hold on a minute. That's uh, Laura Solon, the award-winning comedian. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Emily, our regular host. This is going to be bad news for the guys who watch on the webcam. <laughs> Uh, no, How dare you? No disrespect, but um, she she just does the show in lingerie <laughs> on a regular <laughs> basis. Um, yes, uh, Emily is in Mauritius. Mm. It's going to be bootalicious in Mauritius. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, good morning, Laura. Good morning, Frank Skinner. And thanks for helping us out. And, and Emily will listen to this at some point, just to check how good you were. Okay. So don't be too good or you'll break her heart. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Are you, you going to be good today or very good, Gareth, would you um, say? I'm going to go for very good. Oh, that's good. We've had a text straight off the bat today. Morning, Frank. Just wanted to say you were on fire last night on TV. No, that was a Greek policeman. Oh. That's, uh... <laughs> thanks for that. It's lovely. <laughs> that's from Baz driving up the M1 to see my boys for the weekend. Are you allowed to text when you're driving up the M1, Baz? Um... Oh, well, now we've uh, started with controversy. Uh-oh. I'll tell you something happened to me this morning. It's about 20 past seven. I was as funny as I've ever been in my whole life. And I, was, oh. I continued to be funny till about 7.38. Hmm. Then I dropped to the floor with a massive nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that might have gone for it. If only, if only that had happened sometime after seven o'clock, we would have had absolute radio gold. Hmm. I say radio gold because what we actually got this week was radio silver, which... Um, we were at the, the Sony Awards. Yeah. Um, you weren't there, Laura. No, I wasn't at we all. Can't, we can't just bring in stand-ins. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake. Um, and we were very excited that we were going to win uh, the, uh, the, big, uh, the big award for yes. Best Entertainment Show. But we didn't. No. But Johnny Vaughan won it, and I really liked Johnny Vaughan. So mm. you know what? I felt, I felt okay about it. I also felt okay about it because I think the award was given... I think it was about 11 and a half hours into the ceremony, by mm. which case I, I wouldn't have cared if they'd have brought in three tigers and released them into the room. <laughs> so I wasn't that bothered about it. But well, you were uh, on your third nosebleed by then. I know, yeah. I don't know what's happening with me, actually. My, and I find also my hat size has gone down three and a half. <laughs> Do you think my, uh, my brain could be uh, dissolving? Something's going on there. Mm. Anyway, we, we won the, the silver award. Best today. But that second, that's that's nearly as good as gold. I'm calling it best loser. Yeah. Well, we talked about how I I never win anything. No. Well, I think you, you were probably the bad luck yeah. charm. Yeah. Well, no. You were our Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> I say you were our Jonah. You, you did keep the, trying to throw me overboard. Yeah, I wondered uh, why if, that was If happening. you find I'm squinting at you, by the way, I I sat before the show. I, I arrived at the Absolute Studios, Golden Square, London, a large conurbation in the southeast of England. And I sat, and where I sat was nice and, you know, it was fine. Hmm. And, and then the sun came out, and I was completely dazzled. I, in, my, in my conversation, we just talk, you know, we look at the papers and that in the morning. I was completely dazzled, but I, th- I didn't move. For some reason, I didn't move. And now I can barely see either of you. You've got I, retina damage. Yeah, <laughs> I sat in bright... I've even got those things. You know those creases around your eyes when you've been sunbathing, and, and there's, like, white, white laughter lines around your eyes? I've even got that. I, why didn't I move? I've actually got a blinding headache now from sitting facing straight into the sun like a, like a cat, like some sort of <laughs> paralysed cat that's gone there to slumber and, and then he's stuck. Well, as I, as I was leaving the Sony Awards... Oh, I like this. This is, a, this, is a bit, uh, this is a bit of a funny thing happened to me on my yeah. way to yeah. the theatre. As I was leaving, I ran into Simon Mayo, hmm. who is one of my... Um, what do you drive? <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my radio heroes. I, I like his show yeah. with um, Mark Kermode. I also wanted to talk to Adam and Joe, but I didn't. Um, the How many but other radio presenters have surnames that are also condiments? Um, Ian Ketchup. <laughs> I don't, I don't Norman know. Norman Pickles. <laughs> Louise Pepper, actually. Oh, you might oh. not know. Which is more of a producer. You know Louise Pepper, Emma? No. Emma knows everyone in radio. <laughs> Can I point out, by the way, that Emma, our producer, won a gold. She won a proper gold yeah. award. And was I have to say didn't come back to our table. After 
she, she, she shook the dust off her feet. She did, Jenny, in a fabulous old biblical fashion. Um, and she um, she won the gold for what? What was it called, Emma? Absolute Blur. Absolute Blur, which was a documentary about Oasis. <laughs> Bad no, hold on. Her. Yes, yeah, it was. It was a docu- documentary. <laughs> about uh, going blind. Anyway, I went up to Simon Mayo and said, hello, I think you're brilliant. I really like your show with Mark Kermode. And he, and he said, said, are you all right, mate? <laughs> and he got you by the throat. <laughs> yeah. And he said, oh, thank you. Um, I like your show as well. He never said that. He said that. He does. That's, that's what you say at the sound, isn't it, Laura? I mean, we all... I, I say that to everyone. Yeah, yeah, I love your show. I don't think Simon Mayer would tell a lie. No. No, well, I, I agree with that, actually. I think he is a basically honest man. It's, I see it more as politeness. <laughs> and Chris Evans hosted the evening. And uh. it, I tell you what it made me realise is how jokes slow things down. Because he rattled through, didn't he? And it made me feel... <laughs> it made me feel my whole life... My whole life would have been much brisker if only I didn't have a sense of humour. Saturday morning! We should congratulate Christian O'Connell, by the way, who, who did win a proper gold yeah. uh, Sony Award for um, Best Competition, which was... Um, who's calling Christian, of course. Mm. And also Richard Dawkins, who got silver for Who You Calling a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> His, um, his rather confrontational <laughs> quiz, which I'm, I don't like myself. I find it smarmy in the extreme. Our guest is Tim Vine today, um, who's a very, very funny comedian. The king of the pond, I think we can call him that. Yes. So, looking forward to that. Pun king. Pun king. Pun king. Oh, you. Um, Peaches Geldof <laughs> was in the papers this morning. I think it was you that spotted this one. I couldn't not spot it. Well, I spotted it, but I didn't mention it. Oh, oh, yeah, that that. What does that one. make me? Yeah, that, that's like that's what Ferdinand de Magellan <laughs> of America, isn't it? After Columbus got all the. Uh, oh yeah, I just saw it. I, I just I forgot. I didn't think it was worth even talking about. Yeah, I think it was Ferdinand de Magellan. I don't know. I get them mixed up. The brothers. Is it Magellan. Pardon? Magellan or Magellan? I Let's guess call the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, yes, Peaches Galdoff is in the... Pa- Where is she at? She's at a, She's in Hollywood, I think. She's at a do. Yes, she's at a do. There's no question. But I'm going to find the, I'm gonna find the picture. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> oh, it's on the internet, but I think there's something wrong with my computer. <laughs> yes, it says... That the headline I've paper. got is Hanging Out at the Peach. Mm. Mm. Right? It doesn't um, quite work. I think like Tim Vine could probably come up with a better one. I bet. We'll ask him mm. that, shall we? Mm. Um, hanging out at the peach. And we're not, we won't have this as a phone in because it, if I, it, it's, it's, it's a nip slip <laughs> item, is what it is. <laughs> a nip slip. You know, they're called nip slips. Mm. And uh, it's, it's, she's got a, a, quite not a very nice dress on, really, as far as I can tell. But um, it's one of those, it, it's, it's, the top of it has an element of um, dungaree, a dungaree don't top, don't... I'm calling it. <laughs> and she has, she's wearing no bras here. I yeah. think you can guess the rest, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, you can see her boobie. Oh, don't say You can see that. 90% <laughs> of her boob. Now, two people have said it. It's, <laughs> it's 18 minutes. What is it? It's, yes, it's 19 minutes past eight in the morning. There are children now saying to their parents, boobie, what, what's that? <laughs> Lamar. Children Lamar, they, know what boobies are. They don't. Yeah. Not in our house. <laughs> I must let them out that cupboard. <laughs> So, um, she's a strange... She's a socialite, according to this article. Really? Is that one of the tribes of Israel? (laughs) (laughs) I believe it is. That would account for the uh, strange... Is that her official job? Yeah, she's a socialite. I think she's a model, to be fair. (laughs) Um, She looks like a bit like Jordan on this picture, but with a a, a thinner head. If you can imagine if Jordan's head was caught in lift doors. I had done that many times. (laughs) And kept there for maybe two weeks till the skull started to to elongate. That's what she looks like. I'm not saying she's not attractive, but that's what what she looks like. She looks... If Jordan had fallen into the Thames and (laughs) and been dragged out after, say, two to three days... She's eating washed up on the shore. (laughs) Well, she's eating... That's what she... What a lovely way of describing a, long, a young lady. She looks like she's entwined in, in weed because of her tattoo. <laughs> a net, a fisherman's net. Yeah, but if she's got spiralling leaves going up her legs and stuff, as if, as if she's been um, rescued. Maybe that's the look. But as you pointed out, Laura, she looks very much like um, 
either Eugenie or Beatrice, the um, the princesses. Yeah, she looks a bit like them, yeah. face-wise, not boob-wise. No, <laughs> just, I've never even... I don't think the, the royals... She looks a bit like... I don't know why, only because I saw a recent picture of one of the royals running that mar- the marathon. Yes. And I thought that they look, they look a bit similar. Yeah, I don't know what they're up to, um, Beatrice and Eugenie. They haven't really joined in with the tabloid whirl, have they? But I like their their big royal faces. I think there's something. <laughs> I like that though. There's something. Mo- I, I think they're, they're generous. Yeah, they generous seem, faces. I, I warm to them when I yeah. see them. I love. It, it mm. reminds me of the of, of the carnival when I was a child and people would wear enormous, enormous, um, papier mache heads, <laughs> sort of grotesque, grotesque, enormous heads. And as a child, I wasn't afraid of those. I saw them as as, as something they brought joy when they came mm. to our town. Got faces that would look good in an oil painting. Yes. Yeah. Royal royalty needs to look good in an oil painting. And they say, can you just make the head a little bit smaller? A royal take a bit off face. The face. <laughs> well, well, Peaches, as I believe she's known, is... Um, That's her name. Yeah, she's got, um, she's got a lot of uh, excess flesh at the armpit. Mm, I'm guessing. That, I'm yeah. guessing that her, her arms are telescopic in some way. There's, there seems to be extra skin there that she could reach maybe twenty to thirty feet if she needed to. It's because she gets. She has to be dragged out of pubs a lot and clubs. Still holding onto the under, bar. Under, handle under the arms. Yeah. People have to drag her out under the arms. Oh, that's what there's it padding, is. There's yeah. extra yeah. padding. Yeah, that's what it's for. She's, she's evolved. evolved. Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. Well, once again, if Richard Dawkins is listening, he turns out he was absolutely right. <laughs> Absolute Radio. I've received an email from Rob Walsh. Right. And it says, I've just been to the recording of Frank's TV show and thought Gareth was really funny. Oh. (laughs) Just a minute. (laughs) Just a minute. What kind of what manner of a review is that? (laughs) I went to Mallorca for my holidays and I thought Spain was I anyway, have to concentrate on the positives. <laughs> I particularly found his fridge song catchy. Oh. Is there any chance the listeners could have a sample? Well, you can certainly have a sample. In fact, the bottle's in the post. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else wants to come and see Gareth? Why don't you come to my TV show? <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. I do like the fridge song. It's really very mm. excellent indeed. You should, but you. the thing well, is, if you, you do it on here, if you did it on here, it would then be podcasted, and then mm. it would it would be in the hands of everyone. You'd never make any money out of it. No, well, I think that's a given. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've no, just, no, I, I think actually, I think it's a marmoset. <laughs> Sorry, a, a small monkey just <laughs> went past the window. I don't think it was a given. I, it could have been. I can't even see it now. I finished. I finished my recordings this week, so at some point. Are you releasing an album? Um, an EP. Yes. An EP. Um, the he's song- released a gibbon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's already got out of its own. I don't think it was a gibbon. I don't. I, you put that idea in my head. It was a marmoset. I, I can tell by the ears. It's Piccadilly, so it probably was a marmoset. Mm. Is it Piccadilly, or have you said that because you want to sound all London on the radio? <laughs> oh, it's Piccadilly, and now I'm mistaken, Mister Holmes. <laughs> mm. Someone thought Russell Brand had come in, got a bit overexcited. So, um, speaking of um, pets and animals, Laura, you uh, you have a, a bird of prey. A dead bird of prey. Yeah. I purchased... It trapped in the chimney. Thought, yeah. thought that was an interesting necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased an owl uh, from the European taxidermy champion. Gold medal. Um, oh, gold medal. Wow. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you need... Is it a speed thing? The yeah. European I don't know how they judge it. I right. don't know how you get on the podium. I, I don't know whether it's like like to the original bird or whether it's speed. Or I'm whether guessing it's that like three taxidermists imp- go on stage and then animals are released. <laughs> and then it's how quickly you can get through the whole process. Sprint taxidermy. With just a, just a pen knife and sand. Yeah, and some sellotape. Um, but you have to have a licence for it. That's the law. To be a taxidermist, I think that's fair. No, to, to have to own certain pieces of taxidermy... Uh, bats, dormice, and owls. To own really? a dead animal, you have to have a license. Yeah, I think it's to check that they're not just going around. You know, there's not some kind of a dodgy taxidermist going around just just killing rare species mm. and selling yeah. them. Well, that, that, I think that's good that that's checked upon. But you have to have the license, not yeah. Me. I have to be licensed to owl. Okay, and I, I, and you have, you have the owl. I've got to. I've got and I wait. I've got the owl. I just need to, what, this certificate that I can send off and get and get the license. 
If Why you... have you got a stuffed owl? What is it for? Just general company. use. General right. use. More yeah. company than anything. <laughs> I'm putting it in my next in my next show in my next comedy show. I want right. it stuffed down. Okay. But is that just to make it tax deductible? <laughs> yeah. No, it's to make it taxidermal. <laughs> taxidermal. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I don't have a collection of anything, so I'm going to start. With I've owls. got a stuffed rabbit, an owl. Oh, really? So, so I could have a museum of, of limited natural history, if my comedy career goes wrong. I have the head and shoulders of an impala. A lot of women have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> and, I didn't know um, you jumping. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> is he called Vlad? <laughs> it is called Vlad. Yes, and. Uh, it's it's on a a, a, a plaque on my not, I mean not the whole thing but it's it's the what do you what would you call it because they don't have shoulders do they? I mean, withers they're called withers are they called withers? withers? No. Yes. What the shoulders of an impala called, are called? Well, withers. horses have withers. Oh Just yeah. Just saying animal parts. Um, I don't know what it's what it is. Um, anyway, um, that's what I have, and I I I have that because a friend of mine went to America, moved to America. And she said to me, "Will you look after my impala? Because um, I can't. I'll never get it. I won't be able mm. to take it abroad because at customs they'll demand to see that the license for it." And I thought she was messing around. Um, and yeah, it, it is a very strange phenomenon. She had two bats uh, sent by eBay, two two stuffed bats in a frame, and the, when it arrived, it was broken. Imagine her dismay. And she put it down, and the cat ate both of them. Uh, wow. Yeah, we'll leave, I think we'll leave you on that story. That's a bit... Uh, so take it, things down a the bit. phone-in, is Laura going to prison for not having yeah. an owl licence? Well, I, th- I think the phone-in is, what happens if, if you don't have an owl licence? I think license? you have to carry it with you at all times. What, the owl? <laughs> and the licence. You'll be some sort of Long John Silver. <laughs> the sort of... The night shift for Long John Silver as an owl instead of a parrot. <laughs> Absolute Radio. We were talking about the love between. Have we had any texting on eight twelve fifteen? By the way, on eight twelve fifteen, I say we had. We had one saying, "Try Amerigo Vespucci really being the first to spot America from Peter Oldbury." Oh, they think Amerigo Vespucci. Amerigo. Amerigo. Mm. Oh, yeah, Amerigo. Yes, I'll. Uh, I think he didn't he marry um, Sally Round and become <laughs> Amerigo Round. <laughs> that was rubbish. I'm t- can I withdraw that? No. And, and a man doesn't take the woman's name usually. They so. did then, silly. <laughs> did they? Yes, oh. in 16th century Spain they did. Oh, didn't know Ridiculous. that. Actually, he sounds Italian. I think he went by scooter. <laughs> oh, that's good then. So, Amerigo Vespucci, that's our current term. I think there was a theory that the Chinese or someone. Was it the Chinese who discovered him? That can't be right, can he? Um, no. Chris, um, also, we had another email. Okay. Um, it says, Chris Evans, more listeners than Wogan, from Greg. Oh, that's a bit of a retort, is yeah. it? Yeah, well, I think so. Mm. Okay. Adolf Hitler, more followers than the Mahatma Gandhi. Fair? <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> Hitler did once say that a thousand blockheads do not make one intelligent man. Yeah, he was at Legoland, I think, <laughs> when he said that. He came up with a lot of uh, Lego-based quotes. I, I, he, was always, he was a great builder. So, um, yes, if you've got anything you want to text us about on 8, 12, 15, because we just, we just, you know, we love you. We were talking about, you know, when you be, when you go out with someone or you, you live or even marry uh, someone. Um, see, I've put in now the verb live as if you live someone, which, of course, mm. you don't. You live with them. But it, it got too complicated in the middle of the sentence. You I saw your prepositions I thought I'll keep, there. I'll keep yeah. running. I'll forget the I preposition. think if you hadn't flagged it up, people wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't want them to think I haven't noticed. That's, that's what I don't. I'd rather, I'd rather drag myself down than have some <laughs> smart Alec think he didn't even know he did that. Well, I did do it. Get over it. Um... So, so when people like, for example, I'll give you the, the. I think the ultimate example is I. I knew it. I used to um, teach this course for the long term unemployed, um, and this guy turned up and he was talking about the, at home. He said his wife ate her meals wearing industrial ear protectors. Wow! Because what? she couldn't stand the noise he made when he ate. <laughs> and he wasn't joking. It made me realise what goes on behind. Closed doors, eh? Mm. As I think Charlie Rich once asked. 
you know, after that course, I used to walk down the street. And I used to look at every front door and think, no one knows what goes on. Every mm. home is a secret world with its own rules and norms. Mm. It's that thing about when you really like someone and really get on with them. Like you, you deeply love them, but you can also be deeply irritated by them. Like my closest friends really annoy me. Yes. Well, both of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, one um, of them's been dead since 1997. <laughs> Have you got a license for him yet, by the way? I might make... I find him a brooding <laughs> presence on that armchair, <laughs> personally. You leave him alone. OK. I wouldn't um, wait to hear him. My mate Tom, who was my best man, he, he can go to sleep anywhere at any time. Mm. He can just go straight off to sleep. Is he narcoleptic? I uh, no, I don't think so. I think he's just able to just go to sleep at any point. And okay. this really gets on my nerves, partly because I share a room with him quite. Do a you lot. find it tends to coincide with any anecdote <laughs> <laughs> with you telling. being around him? Yeah, when a Gareth dote is told. <laughs> is he really sleeping? I've seen. <laughs> I've seen one of Gareth's anecdotes take down a bolting horse. <laughs> At 150 yards, it just dropped to the ground. It's absolutely, it's on, so you know I have my. So should we call him Fine. Sleeping Tom? Should we call him Sleeping Fine. Tom? That's what I'm asking. Sleeping Tom, do you? Are you getting yes. it? Yes. Yeah, good. that's a good pun. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> and you hate the fact that and, he can sleep. Yeah, and, and he would just go to sleep any point. And I find it really difficult to get to sleep, so that's annoying. But it also, is annoying and I would just look sleeps. at him asleep. And just hate him. They're smug, people are asleep. If they're people who can sleep on planes, I can never sleep on planes. Anyone who sleeps on planes is intensely annoying. I find the wings slippery. (laughs) Mm. Do you know Gareth has wings? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is. um, Yes. Uh, My my girlfriend has a habit of leaving this really annoying thing. Is she... You know those... I don't even know what the technical term is, but what are those elasticated circles that women put around their hair in order to construct hair a ponytail? Hairbands. Hair yeah, but hairband is like a hard structure, isn't it? With a That's click. That's a hairband. Oh, it is. It's like a little mm-hmm. elasticated yeah. circle. They're all over... All over the flat, those things. All over the flat. Maybe she's trying to cover up um, rings from tea mugs that she's left around the flat. <laughs> That's a good idea. Which is a more annoying habit. That's so good, what she's doing is leaving them, and so you won't good, notice the stain. Well, she must be leaving tea mugs on the bed as well. Yeah. They're everywhere, and they've all got a bit of hair yeah. in them. Always a bit of hair. As if my world has got all these hairy holes into the universe. Hairy holes. Oh, hairy holes. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. You can text us on 81215. Um, so we've had a text already from... Um, well, it says, good morning, um, Frank. I've had a text Lauren already. The show, is, the show is 50 minutes old. <laughs> already? Is it that desperate that we can still use the word already? <laughs> it's actually an email. It's from Nick in Detroit. I always... Uh, Nathan Detroit? <laughs> Nick in South Detroit. Mm. From that... Sounding more like detritus. <laughs> <laughs> Those hair thingies are called scrunchies if they have some thick material on them. The plain elastic bands are called plain called, elastic bands. They're not called plain elastic, because they do have material. No. A scrunchie is one of those that has quite a lot of material. Yes. Sort of folded. They're an 80s thing, scrunchies. Are they? They're not seen so much these days. Well, I don't know, but the ones that my girlfriend uses, are, they have material. They're not just an elastic yeah. band, but they, they, they they're are... They're not elastic bands. That, that would be a bit sad if your girlfriend had to use elastic bands to tie her hair back. If I found elastic bands all over the house, I would think there was wads of ready cash well, she's practising to make a really big elastic band ball yeah I don't well, know if it, that's a bit 80s as well isn't yeah. it could be a postman if they're those red ones um, they're what? not they're those things that women put around yeah. it's got to yeah. be a proper it's name n- the hair bands or hair ties or hair bands that's yeah. what they're called it can't be a hair tie a hair tie is something you'd have to tie and they obviously don't have to tie that don't be ridiculous Laura <laughs> uh, do you think I've asked you on here to be ridiculous well I suppose in, in one that's respect that's my job and you yes. get off my territory you're not supposed to be ridiculous. You're supposed to be slightly absent-minded. <laughs> Did you forget? Oh, forgot, yeah. That's oh, your special well, power. Yeah, it is. If you were a superhero... Slightly absent-minded, man. You'd be not there, man. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that pause, you see. That's no. why we only got the silver in well, the in the Don't Sandys. blame not there, man. I say that's why we only got the silver. <laughs> that's what they said when they announced our award. <laughs> With galloping, they added galloping. They didn't just yes. Okay, see what we haven't done this morning. Saturday morning. Oh, that's much better, isn't it? 
Okay, so look, we we were talking about uh, things that t- t- you you're married, Laura. I am married. Uh, I've been married for uh, oh over 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 a year. Well, oh. I've been together for, with my husband for ten years, but married. Well, for you haven't been together with your husband since I've been your husband for. No, I do. Does he have annoying habits? Um, he takes really long to order in restaurants, which really uh, annoys me. Uh, but I think I probably do more annoying things. Because uh, I work from home, and I think that the person who doesn't work from home is intensely annoyed by the person who works from home because they leave. Oh mess. yeah, and you're still in your PJs, I suppose. Yeah. Also, when I open letters or post, I I, I leave them where I've just opened them. Oh. So there's like a paper trail, and he refers to it in public. He says Laura leaves piles of crap around the flat, <laughs> which you know that's that misconstrued that, that, that yeah. so you open a letter and then you leave that exactly where you've opened yeah. it i like that there's a historical element so you'll always know where you yeah. open that letter i know exactly it's where i last saw it like i leave it i think right I've, I've opened that i'll deal with that in a minute i leave it there so it's just covered in paper or tiny flat because only the other day i i, I opened a, a premium bonds receipt i'd won 25 pounds don't congratulate me the moment's <laughs> gone but um <laughs> You see, I, what I did is I pocketed that. I think, well, I'll, I'll deal with that later. And now looking back, I can't quite remember where yeah, in the flat exactly. I opened that. And you see, that's like... You know when people say, where were you when Kennedy died? Well, I know that. But when people say to me, where were you when you opened that... Um, <laughs> Grassy well, that Knoll. <laughs> Grassy Knoll, that was, I was out with him. <laughs> He's a nice bloke, but full of chlorophyll. <laughs> Um, um, we've had an explosion on the text already. Oh, God, I wonder what that was. <laughs> um, it's called a bubble. Um, another one, they're called hair bubbles. Bubbles? Mike from Birmingham, they're called bubbles. They can also be called... <laughs> it's called hair bubble, Frank, all around my house Why are too. they all from men? Glenn and Lincoln, they are called bubbles. Oh, God. Guys, they're called bubbles. <laughs> men are quite annoyed by this. I don't think they're all called hair bubbles. Are they all from men, these um, things? Well, it's a hair go-go, Frank. Hair go go, yeah. I think. It's a hair go go. It's a hair go. They're not called hair go go. It's a hair go go. It's a hair bobble. It's a scrunchy hair band. This is like what <laughs> call my bluff. <laughs> I don't think there is a word for them. I think we should invent one. No, I like. But clearly, it is bobbles. Why would everyone keep sending in bobbles? Bobbles, because well, a bobble is like a round thing, like a bobble hat. It's only a bobble. But it's a got bobble a bobble hat on it. is a round thing. <laughs> in whose house? No, I, I'm, I'm going with that. That's what we know what they're called now. They're called um, bobble. Someone's put a sign in that says moving. Is that because I've been moving or I've stopped moving? <laughs> or are we talking about... Um, you know, Russell Crowe got interviewed this week by Mark Lawson and uh, he said, oh, with the accent that you use for Robin Hood, it's a little bit Irish, isn't he? And uh, Russell Crowe said, uh, You've got dead ears, mate. You've seriously got dead ears if you think that's an Irish accent. And Mark Lawson said, "How do you mean dead ears? That my ears aren't in some way inanimate, or are they? Are they? Are they X in some way? Are they? Should I refer to them as my late ears?" <laughs> Russell Crowe got he got irate. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, moving. I'm guessing is the title of a song. So I suppose I'm supposed to press that now. Because <laughs> I drive the desk, but I do it by a series of written notes that say play the next song idiot and stuff like that well they say idiot since uh, emma won the gold award and it's become rather too grand for this show when i say too grand that's how much he's demanding now <laughs> do you'll be go go now what's happened this morning is you know that we, something has got, we've just got completely out of control we had this we said wouldn't it be good to have a, have a phone in about things you find annoying about your partner and we that would be absolutely rock the whole show so my thing that I found annoying was the fact that my girl leaves these little elasticated circular things that Just you put around your Just starts it all up again. Yeah. So I thought this, now people are sending loads of funny, annoying things. But no, because I didn't know the name of it, the, the phoning... Now, they've, they've, the people have decided that the phoning is what is the name of those elasticated things that girls make a ponytail with. Warwick on the way to Devon, scrunchies to hold hair. Martin from Leeds, they're called hair bubbles. My girlfriend used to leave them around the house and she had a skinhead. I later found out she is now with another woman, and they were her hair bubbles. Oh. That's tragic. Mm. That reminds me of when a woman I was with found uh, an ankle bracelet in the in the bed, uh-huh. and I said, "I've told the cleaner loads of times not to leave <laughs> stuff 
you know, jewellery and that around the house. How <laughs> would you accidentally leave an ankle bracelet? In I know, it's hard. Yeah. I, I was imagining maybe she was dusting the light bulb, <laughs> <All right. laughs> slipped, and uh, as the, the friction of the ankle against the sheet tore off the ankle with her ankle bracelet. Anyway, those were in my bad days. I, I like that you had a backstory, though. That's quite a commitment. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't feel good about it. So, have we? Can we just decide what are they called? Those elasticated. What is the tight elastic circle hair next bands. to a ponytail? Well, don't bubbles. answer that. Well, Wendy says hair bobbles used to have two plastic balls on them. That's what they were called, bobbles. Yeah. This is, I think, back to your bobble hat reference. Yeah. I've. I feel this is the kind of phone in that might, one might find on, on like a, <laughs> on a radio show. I suppose <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> In the middle of the night. In the, in the middle of the night, I got walking in my sleep. There's an elasticated circle, which a ponytail in order is to keep. Right, if I you to change the syntax, but I've got to rhyme out of it in the end. I'm pleased with that. If you put hair bubbles into Google, a thing with if bubbles you do that, on. The whole machinery of your computer will become messed up. There'll be hair, there'll be elastication, there'll be pigger! There'll be all pigger! <laughs> the thing comes up with bubbles on. So a, th- a hair bubble is a thing with bubbles on. Now, with bubbles on. No, I, these are not. These are just elasticated circles. I won't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> and if you put a hair oh, band my in, life's an elasticated circle. You can, bring, you can bring out some elasticated Frank Skinner merchandise, elasticated circles I for ladies. I could bring out lots of things. If only it was the <laughs> best in other people. <laughs> anyway, our guest is Tim Vine today. Thank God, thank God, the comedy cavalry is turning up to rescue this hell of a show. Absolute radio, magnificent. That was the four with hot cake, and um, Tim Vine has arrived. Hello, how are you? Hello, Tim. It's great to see you. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the fall, actually. Are you really? Yeah, I am. Although I like their earlier stuff. Oh, uh, you're one of those. You're what <laughs> you're what Marky e. Smith calls a look back bore. Is that right? Yeah, he's quite, he's quite look resentful. Back bar. <laughs> 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 look back, bar! Look back, bar! Yeah. I once saw him um, walking in uh, Notting Hill and I sort of scurried after him, trying to recite brave. lyrics to him to make him, make him think oh, I was a proper was fan. Brave. And, what, uh, how did he respond? Yeah, I think he just went... Like that, yeah. oh, that, that, that was away. him. It's definitely him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, I said Eldridge House to him, because I remember him once going, Eldridge House! in a song, and I had no, no idea why he did it, but... So I think I just went, Eldridge House! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you remembered that. I don't think so. You must get that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that specific <laughs> thing. Yeah, you know people shout out things like, um, I don't believe it at Richard Wilson. They shout out Eldridge House <laughs> at Marky e. Smith. Can you take away my hot cake, please? So, Tim, you're, um, what are you up to? You're a busy man always. Whenever I see you, you have three or four things on the go. Do I? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, mind you, I've only seen you, I think, twice in my life, so yeah, that means I I've only you. ever had three or four things on the go. Well, no, I can't. You, we, know. You, you probably did all the other times <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, no, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I've just been touring with a show called The Joker Motive, which is kind of me doing lots of jokes, as yes. you'd imagine. And, yes. then, um, and I'm going to do it in Edinburgh. That's really... And I'm working on a joke book. That's kind of what's making up my... Uh, it's jokes, mainly, isn't it? It's mainly jokes, yeah. Because you are, I think it's fair to say you are a joke machine, too. Well, I suppose uh, I don't mean that I'm a, a human too. I, mean, I, you know, I have oh, feelings. I know that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I realise that, but uh, I did hear the peaches thing on the way up here, and uh, and I thought, um, uh, pain him a nectarine. I thought that might be. Really <laughs> 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 you see, if ever the comedy work dries up, which I know it won't, you could walk into any tabloid and. I've say, had two oh. hours to think of that. In fairness, no, no, but. <laughs> I think that's very good. <laughs> we, well, we were talking earlier that Peaches Geldof um, had a nip slip um, incident. I think right. incident's the word. I see, pain in the nectarine is not really it's not really accurate, then, is it? As a description of what happened. That it's a general not, comment on her. Oh, I see. It's a general. Yeah, it has a pre-Raphaelite nature mm. to it, which one one doesn't hear applied to Peaches Geldof nearly enough. No, no. <laughs> I always think. So, um, any, there might be people, I know this is unlikely, Tim, who, who haven't seen your work. No, there'll be lots, yeah. No, I don't think there will, because um, there's a lot of comedy aficionados listen to this show. Right. Could you explain <laughs> the Tim Vine experience? It's quite unique, I think. Well, I tend to do lots of short jokes, so I kind of, um, I mean, as an example, you know, Velcro, what a rip-off. It's that sort of thing, <laughs> yes. over and over again. <laughs> 
<laughs> I find with you that the way it's timed is that my previous get my previous laugh has not stopped when my next one started. Yeah, I've heard people say that they miss every other joke, which means they've got to come and see me twice, which is quite good, really. That, that's good, and they have yeah. to arrive slightly <laughs> earlier. Yeah, <laughs> they have to block yeah. their ears for the first joke. This would be rubbish if you get onto that <laughs> just hearing the jokes you've already heard. Yeah, and miss the others. Some of, some of my jokes make people miss every other joke. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean they walk out of the room? How do you mean? Yeah, no, no, like long for every other joke. Oh, I see what you mean, right, right. Other, that, was that was complicated. That's that was a complicated I, I need a pencil and paper with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like jokes I need a pencil and paper with. I've told you that before. <laughs> I wanna, this is what I want to ask This is not about you. Right. Oh, sorry, you're going to ask Tim a question. Yeah. That's good. Sorry. How do you write a joke? Um, yeah, well, can, could you tell him that? <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I tend to well with with um, wordplay, so I tend to work backwards. But that's probably the way most people do. Where's it. your bum gone? Give your exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that last that joke last night actually. For someone said there were no. What was it? No, it was a couple of nights ago. I was, I was doing um, a raffle or something, and they said, "Can I uh, read out the re- results in reverse order?" And so I did. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same joke, but with a different start. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't say it was original. No, no. Well, no, no mine wasn't <laughs> well, either. Don't get, don't get. <laughs> So, you know, as in, so, as in, I might hear a phrase like, um, uh, I don't know, um, I heard a phrase like, serves him right, and I think to myself, a friend of mine's got a butler, his left arm is missing, serves him right. <laughs> <laughs> work, back, work back from the punchline. It can't be that easy, or everyone would be doing it. <laughs> Clearly you have... The, well, you sometimes, have... well, the, the fact is, sometimes you hear a phrase like, I mean, I've heard the phrase, serves him right, my whole life, mm. and yet, for some reason, it just suddenly dawned on me that, that there could be a, a different meaning to it, yeah. recently. So it shows there's stuff out there that just mm. reveals itself. Well, there's a lot of English language you haven't... Um, well, hopefully, haven't yeah. I do slightly yet. wonder whether I'm beginning to run out, but, but anyway. Oh, well, that's a bit... I of... mean, now. I'm running out now. Oh, well, at, at this moment. <laughs> yeah. oh, I ran out at uh, 7.42. <laughs> well, 7.38. You know, you said stop. I was listening earlier on this morning, and you said that you were extremely funny earlier on at yeah. 7.40. Pretty sure. But I thought you were about to tell us a story about something that happened then. No, it made no. you extremely funny. I was just telling. Well, oh, I so see. You said something happened to me, and I was extremely funny earlier on. No, I don't. I when I say story, something happened we to were me, all gripped. no, I see. I thought something happened to me in a cosmic way, and I became oh, as I funny as mean. I've ever been in my life. But it was all off, off air. Ah, I see. I thought you meant it was something. No, it to wasn't. You. If, if if I knew that, I could in some way recreate it and get that comedy. I'm oh, sorry, I brought it up because it's. No, yeah, it's it was like, my best ever stuff. Right, <laughs> <laughs> off air, <laughs> two people. Quite tense about going on the radio, weren't even listening to me. And right. I, it was pouring out of me like right. windfall fruit dropping off a tree. Right. I wish you'd been there, Tim. You'd have <laughs> laughed your great. head off. Sounds great. What I needed was an amanuensis. What's that? It's a person who writes stuff down for you. Come on, that's very good. Secretary. <laughs> Is that as good as Secretary. amanuensis? I don't. Anyway, it's not about me, it's about Tim Vine, and we'll be back with more Secretary, of Secretary, not my type. He can't stop! Absolute Radio. Tim Vine is with us in the studio. We That's love Tim Vine. Thanks. Tim, you, you won Celebrity Mastermind. Yeah, well, I won the episode I was in, yeah. They didn't go... You didn't sort of win it and then go to other heats. So, yeah, I beat four people. Who, who did you beat? Um, Ian Lavender, oh. Rick Wakeman and Phil Daniels. Wasn't wow. some sort of middle-aged men I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what most television is, isn't it? <laughs> And your specialist subject was Elvis Presley. It was Elvis Presley, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I mean, I'd, I'd like to have a crack at that on the... Uh, yeah, try, no. Try us on a question, Tim. Try us one of your questions, see if I can get it. OK, well, what was his last number one in America? <sighs> well, I um, think he went to number one um, uh, way down after he died. So I'm yeah, say his that. last number one in America might surprise you. It was Suspicious Minds in about 1969, I think. So he didn't even have a number one after he died? No, not in America, no. What have you got to do to please these people? <laughs> and was that one of the ones you got right? That was one I got right, yeah. Oh, brilliant. But it's because, I mean, you, you get told what... I, I was reading this book called The Elvis Encyclopedia, yeah. which which was basically had details like, you know, June the 2nd, 1963, Elvis had a swim. You know, it has absolutely everything in yeah. it. Yeah. And they told me... They I have get that book. I have do you? Yeah, yes, I own yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. Um, but they said they're going to get the questions from there. So, so in that case, you sort of revise as though it were a textbook. So, um... 
you know, it's probably fortunate that I wouldn't have known that particularly until I sort of looked into that. No, but at least you worked at it. And it's a broad subject. I mean, Mylene Class is, yeah. did the second series of Sex in the City. That was her specialist really? subject. I mean, Sex in the City, <laughs> many allowed, but all you have to do is buy a box set and you can do mastermind. That's true. I had all the Elvis films. Did you? Well, I mean, that, that was included. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. more than the second series of Sex and the City right there, isn't it? Exactly. What was his character name in Jailhouse Rock? Uh, was it Deke Rivers? No, it, no was, that... it was Vince Everett. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think Deke Rivers might have been loving you. Yeah, maybe it was, yeah. I, I... will spend... <laughs> That was good. You're I not thought. going to play the rest of that record. Oh, that was you. <laughs> that was me. That was actually me just doing it with with my mouse. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So uh, anyway, we're, we're not here to talk about Elvis. But I got I got two questions just before, oh, I got, before we move on from Elvis. I got um, two I'll questions talk about Elvis wrong. All day. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, about the listeners. No, that's true. Yeah, but I got two questions wrong. Okay. That, that I thought were were trick questions. Actually, the most easy questions. So one of them was, what was the name of the house he bought in Memphis for a hundred thousand dollars? Now everyone says Graceland's. Yes. And I said Audubon Drive or something. Oh, uh, you, a... you got overly clever. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then another one was, which was the name of his um, uh, manager who got a deal in RCA? And obviously it was Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. And I said Bob Neal. So, uh, which is, I think, was his first sort of semi-half manager DJ. I think it was, kind of, kind of yeah, yeah. Yes. But you're right, I can feel people tuning out of this conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, to hell with them. Let them go and listen to Chris Evans if that's the kind of stuff they want. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's, Chris Evans, I have to say, obviously he's a very fine broadcaster. He uh, he, he hosted the Sonys and he, he had a go at um, he had a go at Absolute for not having enough listeners. Can you believe that? Did he really? It's all very well to sit on your ivory tower bit like radio too. Yeah, it's quite it's quality, isn't it? it? Counts. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Back me up on this. Yeah, no, I, I agree I won't with you. Plug, I won't plug your new joke book. <laughs> I agree with you. I tell you what, <laughs> you're writing a joke book at the moment. I am. Yeah, it's got to. Have, it's got to have a thousand of my jokes in it. So uh, truth. Yeah, and I didn't want to use anything from the last two tours either. So I've had to kind of go through my kind of back catalogue, covered under the stairs with books full of stuff written in it. And do you have a thousand jokes? Well, I've now compiled it. Yeah, I've got, I've compiled the thousand. Uh, have you any idea how many jokes you've written? Well, certainly a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to be more than that, because you've got two whole shows you haven't even touched upon. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a bit more than that, yeah, probably, yeah. But, I mean, I did have to go scraping around for the thousand, I must say. I was getting VHSs. Don't, 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 don't that's no way of plugging the book. <laughs> no, no, I know. <laughs> Do you know what, as well, I, was, I went through some stuff that I thought, well, you know, a big selection of, of postcards where I'd written jokes that, uh, you know, didn't work live. I thought, I'll have some of those. <laughs> Again, not yeah. the way to plug the book. You can't get heckled with a book, can you? You can't, might be quite delayed. Read your book, it's rubbish. You get that some days afterwards, you know. It would be that preemptive heckling which is based on not buying it. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm trying to steer you away from, Tim. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Tim Vine is with us. Yes, you know, I went to a football match the other day and uh, at the end they, they started doing martial arts. I said to Bert Nathan, I said, what's going on? He said, there's two minutes of ninjury time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was time for a joke. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. So, uh, you should, uh, really, if you've never seen Tim Vine, you should go. Because, and you're on Tuesday night, they can go and see you Tuesday night. Yes, but you, you know where that is, I'm not exactly sure where it is. You don't know, you just, what happens? How do you get there, then? <laughs> I've written, I think it's part of something called a Pentecost festival. Pentecost, that's the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know quite um, where I am, but I think I'm doing jokes. Well, look, uh, Tuesday the 18th of May at the Metro Club and Bar in London as part of the Pentecost festival. The Metro Club and Bar, you can go and see Tim. And uh, now, Tim, I I have a, a tendency to pawn. Yeah, I've as, noticed. So, as yeah, does yeah, Gareth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I can't stop it. Some people are just wired that way, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I think it's but you, what you actually probably have is that you have a tendency just to tell jokes, that, and it's just that some of them come out as puns, isn't it? Because I mean, you you do, don't you? Have a tendency to tell yeah, well, jokes. Yeah, it's your yeah, thing, I know. And many, so, many, many people these people think, oh. <laughs> I wonder when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> 7.38 this morning. Oh, yeah. Funny they'd been there then. Uh, well, yeah, but I, I do think there are some people... A lot of people, they sort of 
they disparage the pun. You know what well, I mean? Well, I think that most people, when they say them, uh, well, in conversation, sometimes people say them as an apology, and, and, and it can be, they'll say, yeah, um, I've got a friend actually, sort of occasionally will chuck one in and then go, oh, sorry, sorry. And if you apologise immediately after saying something, then it's, it's not going to get a laugh. No. It's encouraging a groan, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. You've got to front it out, I find. I've really had to front out my accent. <laughs> well, you certainly, you front it out. I love that, though. You Because you, you wear the pond proudly. I, I don't know what it is. I find myself apologising for ponds. Why, why should the pond, of all forms of comedy, get that low status? Um... I don't know. Well, I've heard people say sometimes with with some puns, they're just it's just simply all you get with some puns is just the wordplay. There's no, there's no, it doesn't create any image in your head. It's just simply you've twisted twisted a word round, and it just that's what people fight, go like that for, right? Mm. Yeah. Sometimes, but it might be that like John Cleese thing because he said no puns, no puns, no puns. It was his three rules of comedy, wasn't it? Is that right? Yeah, he said no puns, no puns, no puns. God. Mine's puns, puns, puns. It's completely opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've flown in, the, flown in the face of John Cleese's advice. <laughs> well, there's something to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, the, you've got the joke book, you're going to do Edinburgh. You, and that, you famously didn't do Edinburgh one year. And yes, no, yeah, and I put a big poster up, is that what you're going to say? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. An enormous billboard of you saying Tim Vine and then in small letters will not be doing Edinburgh this year why did you do that? Well because I was planning on going up that year actually and uh, and the previous year I'd seen that massive billboard and uh, Omar Jalili was up there and I said to the guy who was promoting my show I said that's a massive poster please can I be on there next year can we bagsy me for that next year <laughs> it's so massive I just thought it looked great right and so he's kind of got bagsied it ahead of time but did you you had to and pay for I, it did you? Um, well yeah I had to pay for it yeah, but I could have got out of it, but then right. once I bags it, that I said, well, let's keep it anyway, you know. Because <laughs> it was just... Uh, I just really liked the size of it. It was just so enormous. Yeah. But I never actually got up to go and see it. I've seen photos of it, but I never... Well, because you weren't there that Well, year. I wasn't there. You know, I suppose it, it would have spoiled yeah. it if I was. Yeah, yeah, spotted there looking at the poster. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> see, if that, if that photo would be on the internet, what, what a sham they yeah, would have exactly, thought you yeah. were. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a great thing to do, though. So, and you'll be in Edinburgh this year for the whole thing? I will be, yeah. yeah. Where, where are you at? Um, the Pleasance. Oh, right. That's lovely. It's great, isn't it, yeah. So I very much recommend, if anyone's in Edinburgh or if they're in London this Tuesday, uh, to go and see Tim Vine and you will laugh. Because so I think the joke itself sometimes can be slightly denigrated. I agree. Three cheers for rap music, hip-hop. <laughs> 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 uh, well, we're not going to follow that. Let's go. <laughs> So, uh, thank you very much, Tim. It's, it's lovely. I never even got a chance to ask you about the Lee Mac Dart tournament that he spoke about last time he was on. Yeah, I but he, I don't think he did it this year, did uh, he? Unless I you, wasn't invited. I think it's just you and him, so well, I think you would have been invited. take it very seriously. <laughs> yes. we, we, we both, uh, we stand, the, the two of us, like, shaking with nerves because it matters so much, and then other comics just going, what's the matter with those two? Well, I told him, <laughs> I, uh, I, I told him I wanted to be in it, and he seemed, he, he started questioning me about how often I played and stuff like that. <laughs> you get the, 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 the qualification, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's very strict. Anyway, Tim, um, it, it's lovely talking to you. Go and see Tim Vine. That's the morning! Ben Jones is on next. He's already next door looking looking up for it. He's talking to our newsreader, Sean Allen Moy, who, I must say, sits the opposite side of me listening to the show. Never laughs ever. <laughs> I always think that maybe Absolute put him there as a sort of a try-harder <laughs> tactic. <laughs> Never laughs, never. He's thinking and I know about he's the news. He's thinking about yeah. serious he's things. He's thinking about the serious news. I know issues. what he's thinking about. What happened to Neil Francis? That's what he's thinking about. <laughs> well, they stick together. Don't worry about that. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, Rolling Stones weekend on... Um, well, this weekend. You'll notice by the amount of Rolling Stones stuff I've been playing. In absolute terms. it's uh, In absolute terms, the weekend is Sunday. <laughs> And Mick Jagger is coming along. I, I imagine Ronnie Wood will have his man-ogs on. <laughs> Mugs. He loves a man-og. Man nice, nice to see them doing something again. I'm not saying he loves a man-hog. I'm not saying that bad. <laughs> I think we know what he likes, Ronnie. I like to be on the same station as Ronnie. That makes me proud. Anyway, um, yeah, I went... I had a bit of a strange adventure last Saturday night. I went to see um, the Hollywood superstar... And musicals queen Julie Andrews at the O2 Centre. Wow. Amazing. Yes. Mary Poppins. Yes. I was hoping she would be flown in on an umbrella. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, she's 74, but so what? <laughs> no one would have looked up if that's what she was worried about. <laughs> Not that kind of party. No. But um, 
She didn't do that. She, uh, we went, I went by boat with my manager, and, um, he has his own boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of an elaborate barge. Oh, Thurian. <laughs> and, uh, we got, oh, there was a terrible mix-up on the way. We, um, I, I got, went to the stop, because it's like, you know, up and down the Thames, the River Thames, which runs through London. Some of you may know, some of you may not. If you don't know what a hairband's called, you're hardly going to know that. Anyway, <laughs> just had a text from my girlfriend saying, it's odd you said that thing about hairbands because I can never find one. <laughs> Isn't that what living together is all about? Anyway, we got, on, uh, we, we got to the boat place and then, where they stop and the man said the boat doesn't stop here. Um, it stops on the other side of the river. And we could see the boat there and there was like 30 seconds to go and I said, that's it, we missed, we're going to miss Julie Andrews. I, there was tears in my eyes. I wouldn't say I was crying, but they were in my eyes. And the bloke said, um, well, jump on, I'll give you a lift. And he turned this enormous swim. boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was, did I not mention he was a dolphin? <laughs> um, anyway, he turned the boat, the boat, he turned it right and it went across the river and the other boat, he phoned across <laughs> and the other boat waited for us. Wow. It was great, it's like being royalty. And the people on, on the boat said, we're going the wrong way, aren't we? You're going the wrong way. I thought you were pirates. Yeah, exactly. We thought that, that the Somalis had turned up. <laughs> And we turned it round and we got that... They had to wait for us and we got on that boat, so it was very exciting. Anyway, we got to the O2, we got... We was in a... Someone said to me, Liz Taylor's in a box. Well, I thought it was a newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, what a strange way of putting it. Is that supposed to break me in gently? Anyway, she was in our box. No way. Liz Taylor <gasps> wow. was in our box, in a, in a wheelchair... Oh, no. Um, in a wheelchair in a box. It was a Russian doll, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked... I wouldn't say... You know, she's, she's old, Liz Taylor, and she's, I say she's in a wheelchair, and her head slightly hangs to... Lol. It lols. <laughs> That's the word to one side. But she had a lovely brocade top on. A gown. And, yeah, and, and uh, diamonds all, all over her. I mean, she was, she was encrusted. <laughs> and as I say, also, there were lots of diamonds on her as well. <laughs> So, of course, she said, I was happy to just sit and look at her. I, mm. I pulled up a chair next to the wheelchair, got some popcorn, settled <laughs> down, and then her, her mind has moved me along. But she was there anyway. The show started, and the thing is with Julie Andrews, she had an operation on her voice some years ago that didn't go that botched, well. Botched, the it, word it, it, it was botched. Yeah. I don't know if that's been legally established, <laughs> but I doubt if that surgeon listens here. And uh, the top end of her voice has gone, is what happened. So... Um, she was, uh, so she sang Getting to Know You, you know, Getting to Know You, Getting to Know So she went, Getting to Know You, Getting to Know All About You. Get, and it was like that. But she didn't, she hardly sang at all. She had four terrible people from Broadway who did mm. all the songs. And then the show ended. She said, In the second half, great news, something new is what she said. Something new. She said, uh, My daughter and I wrote a children's book and. Uh -huh. um, the man here, the composer bloke at the back, the conductor, has written a fabulous score for it. And we, and we will premiere Simeon's Gift. <laughs> so the second half was this terrible, terrible... As in a monkey? Not, not a Simeon Gift. Yeah. No, Simeon as in the name of a, a name. person. Yeah. Simeon's Gift. Not a Simeon Gift like someone who can peel a banana with their feet. That would be a Simeon Gift. I think that's what you're getting at. No, everyone had opposing thumbs. I'm not suggesting that wasn't the case. But it was terrible. It, people were leaving. It was embarrassing because it was... Oh. Julie Anders was just sitting on, in an armchair watching it on stage and narrating bits. I, I've never seen an evening like it in my life. Had I had, I had a, an English longbow, <laughs> I would have taken her out. <laughs> and it was about 500 quid a ticket. And um, I didn't pay, obviously. Me and I... I and, you know. And I went home... <laughs> I missed the boat, I went home on Lizzie's lap. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, as cushions go, it was like a bag full of dead sparrows. <laughs> but so anyway, nothing, nothing positive in your evening. You nothing. got to sit next to Liz Taylor. Well, uh, you know, yeah, but if they're in a wheelchair, that doesn't even count as sitting next to them, really. They're, they're, actually, they're in a form of transport. <laughs> that just doesn't count. Anyway, that, that's my story. Went well in here. Sean Allen Moy, nothing next door <gasps> anyway um ben jones is on next and um and this is um the last song obviously because ben jones is on next thank you very much laura for for sitting in today for emily well, it's a pleasure and it's lovely to see you and we'll all be back next week with madame
if she gets back from Mauritius. Um, good day to you. Absolute Radio.